0: Thank you for listening to Let the Right Films In, your podcast on the IMDb 250. Usually, right now we're talking about our favorite horror and Halloween movies with a couple of our bestest of best film-loving friends. Today we have Gabe Akins, a writer for Substream, and a font of Hot Basketball Takes on Twitter. Gabe, how's it going?
1: It's going pretty well. I've I've got some takes for you today.
0: Oh, you got takes? That's good. I have no takes. I have nothing to say. So I hope you prepared a soliloquy.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: Excellent. Gabe, I asked you to bring me a movie. Any movie. Although I guess I did say a preference for streaming. And you've chosen a movie that is streaming on Netflix. I don't know why I'm not saying it. It's in the title. You brought Cube. Fortunately, not Hypercube, not Cube Zero, just Cube.
1: Does anybody remember how they got here? Why would they throw innocent people in here? Are we being punished? There's a way
0: in here, so there's gotta be a way out. Do you think they'd go to all the trouble to build this thing if we could just walk out?
1: Take a good long look around. Because
0: I got feelings looking
1: at us. We have about three days without food and water before
0: we're too weak to move.
1: I just wanna wake up!
0: looks a room down there, and something almost cut my head off. Motion detectors integrated into the walls. Tough to spot. We're not getting out of here yes we are there is no way out of here we need to get around the trap they're identified by prime numbers we'll figure it out i can't i'm not dying in a rat maze
1: no more talking no more guessing
0: you gotta save yourselves from yourselves
1: i just i just brought a, a single cube to you one cube now tell me gabe why cube so cube is a 1997 a canadian horror movie and it takes place in. The titular cube, which uh, is, as far as as the movie explains, is a kind of roaming death trap that people are put into. And the gist of it is that some rooms are safe and some are not. And uh, these people wake up in it, and they don't know how they got there. And they have to work together and get their way out. And of course, because it's a horror movie, it doesn't go super well for the whole thing. And uh, I brought it to you because I think that...
0: I was going to say, that, that is what Cube is. You never told me why
1: Cube. I picked Cube because Cube is a movie that takes a very simple concept of people, people stuck in this confined space that have to get out, and it, execu- and it executes it very, very well. And for a
0: little more background, Cube is the 1997 Canadian film and debut feature from Vincenzo Natale who is actually one of television's best directors right now.
1: If you watch TV, like you have probably seen something from him.
0: And you're probably a big fan. He works with Brian Fuller a lot, as he has directed six episodes of Hannibal and an episode of American Gods. He directed an episode of Westworld and several other television shows, but just the visual and graphic nature of those shows gives you an idea that he's pretty good at this genre thing. The thing is, this is his first feature and it was made in 1997 through a canadian film program so he did not have the budget then that he might have now for westworld it's possible it was even i don't know a 100th of the size
1: which which you can tell because the cube the cube's insides which again works for it like the inside of the cube is this very cool industrial looking space that's just like very sparsely lit it's a very it's a very neat design choice
0: Cube is a rough movie to watch now because the effects are terribly dated. They remind me of some of the things my computer games could do when I was on an old desktop in the 2000s, the early 2000s. You know, ragging on effects on a
1: low-budget
0: Canadian movie, not totally fair, but sometimes it's very distracting just how cheap they are. Uh,
1: Ambitious though.
0: And you know what? Sometimes it's okay if ambition exceeds its grasp. Because mostly it it gets it here. <laughs> its grasp is not always exceeded. So, as you said, this movie is a bunch of people dumped into a death trap cube. They move from room to room. Sometimes the rooms are booby trapped. As they go on, they discover, thanks to a young student named Levin among their number, that that uh the room numbers can be used to decipher whether they are safe or whether they are dangerously booby-trapped, sometimes in ways that are escapable, but often not, using the power of prime numbers and, as they go further, the power of powers of prime.
1: If you're watching this, you might might need to brush up on your math a little bit. (laughs) I don't know that you need to brush up on the
0: math because this math, if you just know what prime numbers are, that will do most of the work for you.
1: Like, the actual math in the movie is incredibly difficult, but the concept of it is pretty simple and they also do a good job of like walking it out. Uh especially they just have a couple of the other characters go like what are you talking about and then they explain the math behind it.
0: And then for much of the movie, the characters are able to do the math. So they do the math, they execute it. They know if the room's safe or not. We get a couple of just beautiful uh musical montages that uh let's just say do not portend the visual talent that the director would soon come to realize maybe not even <laughs> soon the director would come to realize in time over the two decades that have passed since i've seen cube before i think one thing that holds up pretty well besides you know a fun premise and i'm a sucker for a sun, fu- i'm a sucker for a fun sci-fi i am a sucker for a fun <laughs> horror or sci-fi premise especially when it's executed well as i think it is hit here i like i adore the twilight zone so a lot of it comes from that like you know coherence all that good stuff total sucker for them but it's important that it works pretty well and while there are a lot of things in this movie they're not great like uh script the acting dialogue
1: (laughs) characters i I don't know i uh, think i think the acting is The acting uh, has some charm to it and just how over the top a lot of these actors just go for it.
0: Now, Cube does have some metaphors to it when it comes to, you know, trust, humanity, how we betray each other and sabotage ourselves. And, you know, how if we really all want to win in the end, we should listen to each other and trust each other and just be generally good human beings. But in 2017, I think it's also a good metaphor for what it's like to live in a woman in the world. Oh, are yeah, men sure. yelling at you, telling you you have no idea what you're doing and you're good for nothing, unless you're good at something, in which case, shut up and do your goddamn job. Yeah, Quentin is
1: the worst. But also, uh, Maurice Dean Witt also gives one of my favorite performances because he is a so over-the-top evil through the whole thing.
0: Oh, man. I mean, it's good that you say favorite and not best because...
1: It works for what it needs to do.
0: Much like some of the metaphors, the uh, acting and character work is pretty blunt and straightforward throughout. I do find some of the traps inventive. Uh, Again, ambition, little further than the grasp when it comes to, you know, spiral wire cutters and such. But it does have some really gnarly moments, like the acid in the face. That was a good time. And it has some really clever ideas, like the sound trapped room. I gotta say, I know this is like a government-funded death trap with seemingly an... A limitless budget, and I do think to the movie's credit, we never actually find out the specifics about the uh, the death trap and everything about it.
1: Like, yeah, who owns it?
0: But also, like, why with some of these traps? I know they're supposed to be inescapable, but do you really need twenty yard long poles that pierce flesh every six inches? I just feel like there was. A very large budget for this that didn't need to be as large as it was. I just see a few cute corners that could have been cut without really hurting the project at all. Oh, definitely. Your government and dollars I- at work. Typical <laughs> overspending, waste. What's even the point of this? I see no cameras. Is this a Hunger Games situation? Ah.
1: Well, some of these questions are actually answered because this movie has a couple sequels.
0: Wait! Don't tell me they answer the questions in the sequel because I just said that one of the things to this movie's credit is that it does not go too far in answering questions.
1: Uh, well, Hypercube Two answers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's
0: Hypercube Squared. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Hypercube. Actually, it's Cube Squared colon Hypercube.
0: I want to die. Go on.
1: So. It answers a couple questions. It gives a name to the organization behind the cube. Even, I mean, it is, it, is a, it is a fake corporation. But it doesn't give too many answers because it goes even further. Like It has to do with hypercubes, which is a theory in quantum mechanics and quantum entanglement. So it goes pretty deep into the math. No. So it just raises a, a whole bunch of other questions. Now, Gabe, I don't want to
0: go too far into the sequels because I didn't watch them. I started to, and then decided I had better things to do with my time. I'd watch the movie that we chose for this, and the movie should stand by itself and you know, other reasons. Again, I'll repeat myself, I guess, but some of the things that work about this movie and the fact that it is so much reliant upon its cute premise and its math and some of the cleverness of those things in the face of uh, a total lack of uh either money or talent in certain areas some of the things that make it work with that premise is that the math is difficult and you understand why it's not like not just anyone could do it but it is doable and it's comprehensible for the audience even if they could not do the math themselves and the fact that it is not specific about the origins of this cube because no matter what origin you come up with it's
1: silly and terrible uh right you mentioned how as, as Worth says towards the end of the movie, as they're getting close to the exit. I mean, it is very, it is very on the nose with its message of basically that the re- that the original reasoning behind the cube doesn't matter, just that it is a monument to the wanton cruelty of mankind. Uh, but yeah, that's that's why it works. It doesn't give you those answers. It just it I... just is a is a cruel device that is.
0: Now you've mentioned how the sequels give you more answers, which I think are dumb. You haven't even said the name of the corporation yet. I assume it's either simple and unremarkable or dumb. Either way, I'm already mad, even is, without knowing is, what
1: it is. It is both. It is both. Excellent. Yeah. So cube. So so cube squared hypercube gives some answers, but not really, because it piles on all sorts of extra math. And then a cube zero which uh, is actually stylized as cube to the zero with power. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is a is a prequel that also gives a few more answers.
0: <laughs> I hate everything about this. I assume, so what I was getting to is they answer questions that probably shouldn't have been answered and I think ruin some of the charm. Correct. I assume the math also become well, I am guessing, uh, based on reputation and also just sequels uh, that the math also not only gets more complicated but more incomprehensible and so you're not only left in the dust because you can't do the math but you can no longer even understand the math is that accurate or am I being a dick
1: that is correct There there is some high level stuff in Hypercube that they do not do a great job of explaining well I'm
0: sure this will continue to go well in the remake of Cube that's apparently happening and you'll never guess what it's called it's called Cubed because Rings rings went so well.
1: The thing is, there were three movies, too. So Cubed already works. Now there's going to be a fourth movie. It doesn't work anymore.
0: I, Honestly, I don't even want to give the series credit for having three entries. I don't think it was planned <laughs> to have three entries. I think the original Cube was such an unexpected worldwide success that they made another one. And then they wanted to cash in again, so they made another one. And if that one had done well they probably would have made another one anyways it's just that it's 2017 and there's only so much j-horror that we can remake the american remakes of
1: that's true this this movie is actually when you talk when when you talk about endless sequels and kind of these uh, torturous cube seems like an early predecessor to a saw type of movie
0: oh yeah it's uh it has some amounts of the splatter gore though it doesn't have the budget for all of them, but it still really goes for it sometimes. Sometimes it's a great effect. <laughs> uh, the guy who's cubed in the beginning, who has no purpose other than to show the audience what the fuck they're in for. That's a pretty good effect. Yeah, no, it's a pretty good... It's, pro- it's, prob- it's probably the best effect in the whole movie. I would not say that. That folding gate looks silly as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the best... Honestly, the acid in the face might be the best effect, just because that's i mean we're suckers for practical effects so i'm into it it's it is a predecessor to saw in that way because it has some of those those massively destructive splatter gourd effects where we see human bodies get pulverized plus it has that puzzle element to it and apparently an increasing increasingly complex and overly complicated backstory that is flushed out through numerous sequels uh so in that sense i think it actually is a good prequel to saw or a precursor to saw in that way and it did become something of an of a phenomenon which did which saw also did do we say as a new saw is on the horizon
1: it's like here it's here probably by the time you're going to be listening to this oh it's
0: also got a pretty obvious title in jigsaw but i will take jigsaw over rings and cubed at least you know i love horror but sometimes it's so tiring 2017 is great so one thing I, well, one of, another thing I thought going through is that was about the character Kazan, who plays an autistic savant who can calculate the powers of prime in his head, which only a supercomputer could do in most cases. Uh, This is a very 1997 character element, obviously, the idea of the autistic savant who can do this thing. But I will say, after getting stuff like The Accountant in 2017 or The Book of Henry and many movies that that, uh, treat mental disabilities as
1: straight-up superpowers,
0: at least it doesn't treat it as a superpower here.
1: It's basically just a very incredibly useful coincidence as portrayed in the movie.
0: Uh, it is it is a superpower of sorts, but the character is not a functional human being in every other way. Uh, it feels like they're at least trying to have a, at least believable to a non-experienced audience as an actual uh, mentally challenged person. Uh, I still don't know that it's great, but it somehow ages better than many of the current examples we have in 2017, which... I guess is a positive point? Sure.
1: Why not? <laughs> I don't, ah, man, I don't know. It's uh, it's not as bad it's not as bad as it could be. It's not great. And in the end it is very
0: sympathetic to Kazan. That is one thing that ends up in the movie's favor. It is that it is uh sympathetic to this character Kazan and does treat him like an actual character. He is not uh used as someone disposable to serve a plot purpose and by having this mental... like this uh, handicap slash superpower and then be disposed of. Uh, The characters care about him. They take pains to save him uh, and to care for him. Uh, I thought it was actually kind of nice in that way. In this movie where much of the script is somewhat ham-fisted, somewhat, or uh, straight up (laughs) cringeworthy, at least the way they treated some of the characters felt if not real somewhat honest and well-intended because it has some except, heart for, to it. except except for quentin well yeah but even the way they use quentin is to bring out some of the more positive aspects and other people and then when you get like with worth worth is a very complicated character who's a bad guy who knew what was like at least for a while what was happening there is a line of dialogue that i like because uh with before holloway goes She kind of reveals that she knows that Quentin knew people were being put into the cube, and I do like that that adds some dimension to his character, and Quentin is—he presents some actual moral ambiguity in this movie of uh, total evil or complete innocence, and I do think it is much better for having that, uh— if I were to credit any line for actually advancing the plot or the quality of the movie in any way, it would probably be that one. Because although that moral complexity is not totally explored, I'm glad that it's present. It's there. It, it gives you something to think about. You know, it's almost like this is a first feature in which a lot of promise is shown and there are some really bright flashes, but there's also a lot of clunkiness in it. Almost like it's a first feature. Gabe, so, Cube, we both like. Uh, hypercube Masterpiece?
1: Uh, I would say if you are going to go on a Cube journey on Netflix to watch Cube, you can pretty much entirely skip Hypercube and then watch Cube Zero.
0: I gotta say, there are at least enough decent movies on Netflix that, if you watch Cube, just go on to something else. I feel like one cube's enough. Well, Gabe, do you have any final points about this movie that we have sometimes
1: analyzed
0: and other times just... I was belligerent about because
1: good God, some of these things. I would just say that it is, it is a very well thought out uh, premise that is executed imperfectly. Sometimes to sometimes to semi comedic effect, sometimes to just cringy effect, but overall it is definitely a horror movie. That's worth watching. It gives you a little bit of gore, a little bit of psychological horror. It's got a little bit of everything for everyone.
0: I definitely think it is of most usefulness or interest to those who like to think of both the process of filmmaking and, I don't know, the genre as a whole and how we have reached different places in the genre, the steps we made along the way. I will say it makes me appreciate now that the similar movies where they're very low budget and they're mostly hanging on the concept. Don't exactly have a lot of acting talent or a lot of budget. Because of the improvements we've made in just the uh, standard affordable quality of equipment and effects, 2017 cubes look much better than 1997 11. cube. Even though they did the best that they possibly could in with 1997 cube. And it, Vincenzo Natali is better at directing than I will ever be at anything. Gabe. Thanks for being on the podcast again. Anytime. Thanks for cubing with us. We look forward to having you on the podcast again, but if you suggest Hypercube or Cubed when it comes out, I will throw my laptop out the window.
1: All right. Well, then we're definitely talking about Cubed.
0: Not if I destroy that project first. Now, Gabe, you were a writer for Substream, and you are a person who is present online on different social media networks. Where can we find you in those places, and what have you done recently? This is what some podcasts call, all podcasts call, the plug section where you talk about yourself.
1: All right. Well, uh, I am on Twitter at Gabriel Akins, uh, where you can read my spicy hot takes about basketball and pop culture and other things. Uh, I write words for Substream Magazine, which you can find at uh, substreammagazine.com. Uh we have a new print issue out right now, uh substream number fifty-nine. It has the killers on the cover. I have several several little interviews in there that you can read. And yeah, that's where you can find all my stuff. And you can find
0: more of our content and such at LTRFI.com, where we have other episodes of the podcast, bonus and otherwise, Halloween themed and now mostly just Halloween themed. We also have horror streaming guides which save you the trouble of digging through all those Netflix pages which are ter- which are terribly curated and tell you on, you know, Sh- Shutter, Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, what's worth watching on those sites, or just what's there because sometimes pickings are slim.